the first step in our seven step process to guaranteeing financial freedom is all about understanding what your current financial position is. And today, that's what we'll be going through. Hi, my name is James Corsier and thank you for joining us today. And welcome to the Money Paradox podcast. This is so important. The reason why this is the first step is because it doesn't matter where you wanna to get to, what it is that you wanna to get to, and whether you know exactly where it is. If you don't know where you currently are, it's all pointless. It's like wandering around hoping you're gonna get what you want. When you know exactly where you are, you know exactly in which direction in which you need to move to, to get what it is that you want. Let me give you an example. I give you a treasure map and I tell you in this specific location, there is beautiful, amazing treasure, all of which you want in your life. And I've got this map that tells you exactly where it is. All you need to do is get there. Great, right? Problem solved. Well, only if you know where you are right now on that map. If you don't know where you are, how do you know in which direction to move towards to get that treasure? So today, it's all about getting clear on where you are on that treasure map. Where are you right now? Now, there are a few things, very simple things you can do to get a very strong understanding of that for yourself. The first one is understanding what your net wealth is. And essentially, this is your current net worth. All, if you added up all of what you own, the value of all of what you own, and you subtract all of what you owe, your debts, your liabilities, you remove that from it, you're left with a number. And that number is essentially how much money you have based on the assets, based on the things that you have, okay? And with that, you've got a very clear view of that number that you're starting with. And with that, you then know in what number you're moving from to get to the number that you actually want to get to. So for some people, this is negative. For some people, it's zero. For some people, it's a small number, a big number. You may be watching this video being in very different situations, but it doesn't matter where you are, it's still important to know where you are. So let's go through that quickly. If you've got a pen and paper, start writing down. If you don't, just start thinking about it in your head. It's a very simple calculation to do. Think about all of the different areas where you have money whether it's savings accounts, whether it's in your bank accounts, um, any other areas, whether you have specific assets like, um, uh, like a property or other uh, investments, say, where you have money. If you add all that up together, that is your total assets. Assets is just a thing that you have that is worth money. That's all it is, very simple. And from that, you subtract all of your liabilities and a liability is simply a thing that you have that is causing you a cost right so if you owed somebody some money that would be a liability if you had a car and that car was costing you money in MOT petrol fuel tax all of these things right you owning that car although there may be a value to that car the fact that it's costing you money consistently means that essentially it's a liability. So what you wanna do is you wanna add up all of the things that you have that's worth money, then subtract all of those debts, the money that you owe, maybe overdrafts, 
maybe credit cards, any of that kind of stuff and subtract it. And then you're left with one number, your net wealth position. So write that number down or get that number into your head. Don't worry about it being exact, okay? It's not an exact sign. I just want you to have a view of what that number is, at least approximately. When you look at that number or you think about that number, what comes up for you? Is it a big number? Is it a small number? Is it negative? Is it positive? Is it bigger or less than what you thought it was? And notice what is coming up for you. Notice what you're thinking about. Are you thinking positive thoughts? Are you thinking negative thoughts? This gives you a very strong indicator of how you are showing up on the subject of money, how you feel about the subject of money. Now, for a lot of people, we don't tend to like to think about this area because if we're not happy about what that number is, then we don't want to think about it because it makes us feel bad. But if we do not think about it, then we don't spend time, energy and focus addressing it. Is that making sense? The more time we spend in an area thinking about it, working on it, spending time on it, the more we are going to inevitably improve in that area because we're spending time thinking about it and we want to naturally progress in it and evolve in that area. So the first step is get really clear, okay? Now, once you know what that number is, we can then go to the next stage and I'll be doing this in my next video all about where do you want to get to, your ultimate ambition, both in life but also financially. What is that number that you want to work towards? Now, I won't go through that just yet, but that will be the video next week. So please do stay tuned because that will allow you to get clear on where you are and then where you want to get to. Next piece I want to talk about <clears throat> is what is your background in the subject of money? So if you think about it, how do you show up in the subject of money? Do you think about it much? Do you tend to have good experience in the subject of money or bad experiences? So firstly, let me ask you this. Think about all of the times in the past where you had a good experience on the subject of money. When did you, um, when did you do something well? Did you win some money? Did you invest in some money and make some money? Did you uh, lend somebody some money and then get something better in return? Think of anything positive that's a situation, a skill, an experience, anything and write that down. Just think about what are the first few things that come to mind. Once you've done that, I want you to do the same thing but for negative experiences, negative situations, anything that comes to mind. Once you've done that, I want you to first think, what was easier to think about? Was it the positive or was it the negative? And what does that say? What does that suggest about how we think about this subject? Also, did you think of a lot of things that were positive or, let, or not many? Same with the negative. Were you coming up with a lot of positive and not many negative or vice versa? What does that suggest about how we think about money but also how our past has played out on the subject of money? The reason why I'm asking you to do this is one, the past has a strong indicator on how the future will play out unless we do something different. But before we can do something different, we first need to understand what that past is, because that past will give us a view as to how the future will play out. If we don't want that future to play out as we expect, 
then we need to think about what do we want to do differently to set ourselves on a much stronger, healthier, more positive path. Let's come at it from another angle. Think about your parents. Think about how they are with money. Are they good? Are they not so good? Do they talk about money with you? Do they talk about money with each other? Do they talk about money positively or negatively? Do they overspend? Do they underspend? Do they invest successfully? How are they with money? And then think, based on that, how has that impacted you? Has it impacted you in a positive way or a negative way? Have you just taken that on and followed it without thinking? Or have you rebelled and done the opposite? What we find time and time again is that how our parents are on the subject of money is either directly adopted by us as the same or we almost go complete opposite and we rebel against it usually because we've created huge negative emotions to that behavior in our parents rarely do we stray outside of these two extremes and think about something that is what we want what we feel is the most effective way of showing up on the subject of money to make sure we are successful in this area so that is what we're doing here. We're first understanding what those behaviours are in our parents, then thinking how that's affected our own lives, and then think, okay, so if that's, that's come up in my life, what do I need to do differently to make sure my financial future is much stronger? Just because you have this approach right now does not mean you're tied to it for the rest of your life. This is not your identity. This is something you've just taken on subconsciously from the past. You can choose whether you want to keep with that behavior or whether you want to change it. Okay? Now, another area is we talked about our close parents, but what about our rest of our family? What about our close friends? There's that famous line where it's said many, many times, and it's said many times because it is so, so true. We are the average of the five people we hang out with the most. So think about that. Who are those people that you spend the most time with? How are they on the subject of money? Because that is a strong indicator of how well you are going to do in the subject of money and how well you are currently doing in the subject of money. Are your closest friends making a lot of money? Are they investing well on the subject of money? Do they talk positively on the subject of money? Do do they, do they do well in it? Have you spoken about how that does well in their life and how that could impact your own life? Do you talk about these subjects? If you don't, if the answer to any of these questions is negative, then most likely that will play out in your own life. One of the most effective ways of improving your financial situation is to start to spend time with people that are already successful in this area or are making significant improvement on a consistent basis in this area. So if you're not in that position right now, I highly encourage you to seek out people that are successful in this area. And I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if you really spend some time now and just think, is there anyone that I know that is doing well in this area? Think about it. Are there any people on that list? If there are, great. Go, go find them, go speak to them go start to spend more time with them and probe them in this area and you'll be amazed at how much you can learn. Now we've gone through this exercise. There's a couple of things I'd like you to 
go through. First one is, think about what are the key learnings that you've had from this, from watching this video, the things we've talked through. What are your five top learnings? What are the things that really struck out with you? You're like, yes, that's a really good point. That's really changed my thinking this. Write those down. We'll just have a think about them. And then the next question is, based on those key learnings, what are three specific things that you could do, that you could change in your own life to do better in this area? What are three things that you could do to be better in this area? You don't have to do them. I just want you to write down three things or think about three things that could make your life better in this area if you did them. Once you've written those three things or thought about them, then think, okay, do I want to apply these to my own life? Am I willing to spend the time or the energy applying these things to my own life to get that better result? If you do, if you want it, if that sounds something exciting, I highly encourage you to do that. Please feel free to do it in the comments right down below. Tell me what those, what those um, key learnings were for you, those things that you could do to be better in this area of money and even, even, even better, write down anything that you're committed to do, taking forward based on what you've heard and what you've done through this content. Last piece I wanna cover off before we close is all about the wheel of life. Now, some of you may have heard of this, some of you may not, but it's all about thinking about a wheel, right? And on this wheel, think about like a wheel, like a wheel on a bicycle. On that wheel, there are spokes that hold that wheel together. And each spoke is like a different area in your life that is important. So we may have relationships, we might have um, our health, our time management, our spirituality, our, our emotional well-being. One will be our finances. So the first thing I wanna say is, finances or money is just one area that is important to us in our life, that can improve our life and make our life much stronger, healthier, and overall be a better life. Just one area. So don't see money as more or less than it really is, okay? If you're ignoring it and you're not completely neglecting the subject, you're underviewing the subject of money. And you need to bring it back into your life and acknowledge it, it's one of those spokes in the wheel of life. If you're obsessing about it and all you're thinking about is how you are not where you want to be on the subject of money and you're neglecting a lot of areas to focus on this area, again, you're over-focusing on this area and, you, and to the detriment of all those other really important areas in your life, okay? So why I introduced this Wheel of Life is if you think about it, you've got all these different areas that are important to you. So first I want you to think, what would you rate each of these important areas in your life. So firstly, if you want to do this with me, first write down all of the areas that you think are important. So relationships, spirituality, emotional well-being, finances, time management, write them all down. Second thing I want you to do is I want you to just give a very, very quickly, don't overthink it, and a 10, what would you rate yourself in this area? How well do you feel you're doing in this area right now out of 10? And then what you can do is you can Put those numbers along that wheel and join them up based on what that number is. And if the numbers are really variable, right? So let's say finances was a three, but relationships was a seven, and your emotional well-being was a six, and your um, your how would you rate your kind of 
your career was say an eight, all those other areas are very high, money is very low, and you're gonna get a very irregular shaped wheel. And with an irregular shaped wheel, if we imagine we're rolling on through life, we're, we're cycling through life, and we've got this wheel, and it's really jagged. Think how smooth that ride's gonna be. It's not, right? It's gonna be very, very bumpy. So it's really important to think about our life and all the areas that are important to us and think how do we make sure all these areas are balanced, that we're rating them in an equally leveled way. So when you think about the subject of money and how well you're doing, think about it relative to everywhere else and think about is it doing better or worse? And then off the back of that, then you know where you need to be focusing and when you need to be spending time, okay? so. What I want to conclude on is number one, there are seven steps to guaranteeing financial freedom. And the first step that you really want to understand is where are you right now? And that's what we covered. We then talked about a number of ways in which we can really understand that and get clear on what is our current financial position. We then talked about the wheel of life and where money fits with everything else that goes on in our life because then we know how we're doing relative to everywhere else and make sure we can get that smooth ride in life and see money as no more or no less than what it really is. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope you enjoyed this content. If you did, please let me know in the comments below. Please like it, please share it with anyone else that you think would benefit from it. If there's anything that you would find valuable me talking about and going through in future videos, again, please let me know. DM me, put it in the comments, and I will sure to be following up on that and include it in that further content. So for me, this week is a goodbye, and I'll see you next week.